Hello and welcome to another episode of My Naked Mindset. I'm your host, Janae Ledger. Welcome, welcome for those of you that is your first time listening. Thank you for tuning in today. I thought I would start this episode a little different this time and do some hot takes and some recommendations for you guys. So a few of my recommendations are going to be shows and movies that I've been interested in lately. So let's start with Renovation Island. It is on Discovery Plus, which my boyfriend and I have recently got into. I really like it because... There's a ton of home shows, there's Food Network shows, which I'm super into. I love to see like what people think about for their house and all of like the renovations that they do and to see the outcome, I think it's super, super fun. But the show Renovation Island is very different from your typical, you know, fixer upper house or, you know, tiny house, which I also really enjoyed those types of shows, but This show is about this couple and they actually buy an old resort slash hotel that hasn't been running for like 15 years and they buy it on this little island in the Bahamas. And the way the hotel is set up, it's uh, about 22 little villas. So they're all like, you know, separate little homes. Um, And then they have a big, I think 20... uh, 20 room hotel as well um so it's like kind of two separate entities but you know on the same property and they really redo basically almost the entire thing i mean they had pools there that they had to redo uh they had like a restaurant with like the kitchen like every single thing needed to be redone and it was really cool and crazy because this hotel was just sitting there for so so many years and they were able to update it and renovate it how they want and it was crazy because every single villa and hotel room that they went into they would find different issues in all of them so it was a really cool show so that is one of my recommendations Um, I've also been into Naked and Afraid, and that might not be something that everyone is into, but I find it to be so fascinating, like, how these people survive, how they deal with the other person that they're with, and just the, um, like, where they place these people is, I feel like every episode's super different, and what they have to endure, like, some of them are, like, crazy animals coming near their site or you know one of the ones that me and Tyler watched was this guy and girl or I think it was actually in Florida and they had like this crazy hurricane wind rainstorm and it was just insane and they actually had to go and grab them because in the middle of the 21 days because it was just such bad weather and they were like yeah we need to come get you guys so that was really interesting um and then on netflix i recommend this movie called yes day it's new it just came out uh it's about this family and they basically give their kids a chores list and every time they get quote-unquote points they are able to build those points up to get a quote-unquote yes day, meaning whatever the kids want to do that day, the parents basically have to say yes to every single thing. Obviously, they can't go crazy with being like, oh, I want to go to Disney, but 
Um, they can do, you know, fun activities with their parents and eat whatever they want. And it's a really, really cute movie. Definitely family friendly. So those are Janae's hot takes of the week. You heard it here first. All right, now we're going to get into today's topic. So May is actually Mental Health Awareness Month, which I love the fact that this is a thing. I think it's so important and I feel like there is such a stigma on mental health and different disorders. And I feel like there's such a stigma on mental health and everything that has to do with it. It's such like a, oh, hush, hush topic. And I think it's so wrong because you know what? I feel like everyone in this world has either witnessed experience it themselves, sought firsthand of many different types of mental health disorders. And I really want to open up the floor and just really be able to talk about it openly and honestly. And I hope to just help out anyone that might be suffering from any mental health disorder because you really are not alone. And there's so many people in this world that can, you know, help you through it. And um, I think that therapy is an amazing opportunity and self-reflection that you can do and really just be able to break down what's bothering you. Say if you have anxiety, maybe you have bipolar disorder, maybe you have depression and you're wanting to work through all of these things. I think that therapy is honestly one of the best things that I did for myself. And we go to the doctor for, you know, you have migraines, you have a a knee injury, you have, you know, a freckle on your skin that you want to get checked out. We seriously go to the doctor for everything on our bodies. And for whatever reason, there's such a stigma and negative connotations on mental health. And I really just want to break that down because I feel like it should be a thing that people can talk about, obviously, if they feel comfortable. And I definitely want to share some of my experiences. I definitely have anxiety. Um, It's definitely something that I've struggled with over the years, but I've learned how to cope with it and things that help me resolve some of my anxiety and, you know, try to make it a little bit better. And I should have prefaced the fact that I am definitely not a professional. I am not a therapist. I am honestly just here to share my stories and my experiences. And if it helps one person, then I did my job. I just really want to shed light on some things that I think people could make use out of. And like I said, one of those things is therapy. I think you don't have to get to a certain point and say to yourself, oh, it's this bad, I need to now go to therapy. I think that even before you get to that point, you should at least try to talk to someone, reach out to your doctor for a recommendation, or, you know, someone that you may know might refer you to a therapist. But I just think that not, it shouldn't just be, oh, I've gotten so out of hand and I'm so unhappy and I'm so depressed or whatever. If you have trauma, I think that it really should be before you even get to that point to seek therapy and get a third party's opinion. I think it's 
so helpful. It's so insightful. I have learned things about myself that I never ever would have known if it wasn't for therapy. Some things that they point out are just like, oh my gosh, like that makes so much sense. Like it's so simple, but I would never have thought the way that they think, obviously, because they went to school for that, but that's their job. But it's just, it's really truly eye-opening. And I honestly encourage every single person in the whole world to at least go to therapy once and just see what you think. And it really has to be, in my opinion, someone that you connect with and that you feel comfortable with and that gives you really great advice. Uh, Cause I have been to probably three different therapists in my life and all of them have given me very different advice. One of them I went to and she gave me really good input and I felt really comfortable with her. Um, the second woman that I had went to, she was she was really nice, uh, but I found that she just kind of listened to me and she didn't really give me feedback. And you know, my thing was, I always wanted to go there and seek advice and get someone's opinion and you know, someone that doesn't know everyone that I know and um, just hearing my stories. So I didn't find her as helpful and then I've been going to this gentleman. Uh, he is super, super great. He's very, very knowledgeable and he just really puts things in perspective and is like, Janae, you feel this because of this and just things that I would never ever think of. Um, so I just really wanted to shed some light on that. And then also with mental health, I think a huge thing that I think everyone should do is really just like check in with yourself every once in a while and like really think about how you've been feeling and just make sure you put yourself first and really check in on yourself and make sure you just reflect on your feelings. I think that that's the best advice. Like we just got through an insane year 2020. Um, I'm sure every single person in the whole world can relate to how difficult it was and so many people went through some hardships and losing their jobs and you know possibly losing everything and it was such a hard year and I I'm sure that you know so many people are looking back on 2020 and think holy cow like we did it like that's kind of what I think is it was such a crazy learning experience and I know some people 2020 was a huge eye-opener of you know maybe they were in a unhealthy relationship that they got out of or maybe even a job that they hated. I know a lot of people bought houses, they started a new career, you know they got out of something that they were unhappy with and I think this year we're able to reflect on everything that went on in 2020. Um, so I just think reflecting on how you feel just check in with yourself, say, all right, like, how have I been feeling? What has been bothering me? Um, what can I do to make myself, you know, happier or more content? I think that that's a super helpful thing to do for yourself. And going along with that, let's talk about some self-care because, man, everyone in this whole world needs some self-care. Like, no matter what you're into... I think self-care is something that no matter who you are, what you do for a living, every single person deserves to, you know, be pampered or have some time for their sel themselves, just really anything that makes you happy and really just take care of yourself. And so I'm going to share some 
tips and things that I've learned to help me with my self-care as well as if I'm ever in a funk and I'm just kind of, you know, mad or sad or upset about something and I'm, you know, just having a bad day. Um, these are some things that I think are great for self-care. So obviously therapy, like I suggested, um, I just think therapy is such a such an interesting topic to talk about. And I feel like everyone thinks like, oh, you have to have like a major problem to go. That's so not true. That's like the furthest thing from true. You should go in any certain situation, even if it's just to, to talk about life. Like, hey, you don't want to tell your best friend your entire, I don't know, thoughts in your head, or you don't want to tell your family member like, a therapist is someone that can give you advice and just really be able to, um, you know, tell you why some things are going on in your head or, you know, why you have this trauma. Um, so therapy is one of my favorites. Also some things that I've been doing, something that I've been doing for probably like three years now is meditation. And I think a lot of people don't really understand what meditation is. I think a lot of people think it's like a frog and you like, sit with your legs crossed and put your hands up and just go, um, but that's, t that literally couldn't be the furthest thing from true. I mean, yes, you can do it that way, but, um, I really encourage you to try meditation just a couple times. Take five, ten minutes out of your day, however long you can, and go on your phone and download the app. It is called Insight Timer. And it is one of my favorite apps. I use it all the time before I go to bed or if I'm, you know, stressed out at work or really whatever situation. I just need to like have a breather. I'm very overwhelmed. Uh, what I do is I put on this app and I sit or lay comfortably and just close my eyes and just, you know, they have so many different types of meditations. The ones that I personally enjoy are the guided meditations. So they'll like walk you through exactly what you need to be doing. Um, they're super helpful for me for stress, anxiety, if you're super overwhelmed. Um, and it takes a lot of practice. Like I've been doing it for probably three or four years and I'm still learning like which ones I enjoy and how to do it. And it's just... It's such a great tool to use to really try to get all of the thoughts in your brain to just like rise upward and just kind of clear your brain and really just focus on your breath. And there's also sleep meditations, which I also enjoy. So I will put this, it's like a very nice music tones. Uh, I'll put it on before I go to bed and every single time I sleep like a champ. So meditation is one of my favorite things. Um, so then some people gave me some suggestions on self-care. Um, reading a book, that's always a good one. If you're a book reader, getting all that energy out and just reading and just getting your brain off of whatever is on your mind. Working out, obviously, huge one. I love working out just getting the, you know, releasing those endorphins and just, um, you know, whether it's kickboxing, running, lifting, P90X, CrossFit, taking a walk, like doing some squats in your living room. Like it can seriously be anything, but just being able to release those endorphins and exercise your body. I think it just feels so good once you're done. And I mean, 
no one can deny the fact that when you get out of a workout, you're gonna feel fucking awesome. There's not a single workout I think I've ever done and I've left the gym and it's like, oh, I'm really pissed off that I just went to the gym. Like that just doesn't happen. Uh, some more suggestions, taking a bath, that's always fun. Put some candles, just relax, have yourself a little bath time wine sesh. Another suggestion is taking a drive to the beach or like an enjoyable place that you like, blasting some music, that's always something that I do if I'm ever stressed out or I just need to get out of the house and have like a release and just drive somewhere, look at the scenery, take it all in, listen to a podcast, listen to some music and just really enjoy yourself. Another suggestion I really enjoy doing is journaling. And as as weird as that sounds, it's, I mean, yeah, it's kind of like a diary, like how you were when you were nine years old. But really just getting your feelings on paper, I think is super important. And it like feels good to just write it all down. Or you can write in your phone, whatever. But I think just really getting your feelings out there, it kind of is like a really nice release. Painting your nails, getting a mani-pedi, always a good one. Reach out to someone you're comfortable with. Uh, FaceTime video, chat a friend, a family member, someone. I think that's always a good little reminder of you're not alone. You know, you have people that love you and care about you and just kind of talking to someone and being able to see their face is such a great, and I feel like I actually need to do more of that. I need to, you know, make a FaceTime date with my friends that I haven't seen in a while and just making that connection again. Another one, have sex. I mean, if I'm ever fucking pissed off or sad or mad or whatever, having sex always makes me happy. <laughs> One that I really like that I think is more on the simple side, but it's it's necessary, is take yourself out. Go get that fucking ice cream. Go get that meal that you've been craving for like five days. You know, go go get yourself a glass of wine, you know, go go get a coffee, go get a tea, whatever the case may be. I feel like treating yourself to something that you enjoy and that makes you happy is something that I always I try to do very often for myself because I deserve it and you deserve it. I mean, I know my boyfriend likes doing this, video games. That's always a good stress reliever, something to get your mind off things. And then finally, Something that I like to do sometimes is cook or bake something new. Try out a new recipe, you know, make make a new coffee or drink. Um, make something that you've never tried before and just listen to some music or watch TV during it and just kind of enjoy yourself. So those are my self-care tips and tricks. Just be sure to take care of yourself, do what makes you happy, go to therapy or whatever your doctor suggests for you. So just to recap here, check in with yourself, do what's best for you, reach out, ask for help, set up some good self-care routines, and try to live in the moment and really enjoy what's right in front of you. So I asked my listeners what their mental health tips and tricks and pointers are, and I got some really, really great responses that I want to share with you. Someone said, it's okay to do absolutely nothing some days. And I couldn't agree more. There's some days where you might be in a funk or in a depression and you're just like, hey, I just want to lay on the couch all day 
and stare at my TV or, you know, whatever the heck you want to do. But I think it's so fair and fine and you are allowed to literally just sit there and do nothing. Someone else suggested take time for yourself. Do something that's relaxing to you, such as yoga or reading a book, um, and just clear your mind by slowing down. I think that's actually really, really great advice. I feel like everyone is so go, go, go. Like, what's the next thing that I have to do? And sometimes it's nice to just have a day or whatever amount of time to just decompress, slow down, take time for yourself. Someone else suggested therapy. Anyone can benefit from it. The biggest misconception is that you have to be quote unquote crazy. And I could not hammer this home enough. Um, I know I spoke about it earlier, but therapy is honestly one of the best things I ever did for myself. And I feel like it's so important uh, to reach out, talk to people, always ask for help, no matter who it is. If you can do therapy session, definitely suggest it. it helped me out so many times and I know many of my friends and people around me have also done therapy and it's helped them and they really benefited benefited from it. Wow, that was a tongue twister. Someone else said, before starting the day, get out what's troubling you, write it down, tell someone and just get it out there so you can begin your day on a good note. I also love that advice. Um, I always try to start out the day on a positive note and, you know, even if you have to say out loud, saying your affirmations, wake up in the morning and whether you're taking a shower or brushing your teeth or whatever the case may be, take the time to say your affirmations. I am beautiful. I am worthy. I am necessary in this world. I have a purpose in this world. I will do a great job today at work. Really giving yourself those affirmations can really boost your self-esteem and your worth and make you feel happy and positive. And I think that that's a great way to start your day. And also something that I tried that I really enjoyed was um, write, similarly writing in your phone or writing it down on a piece of paper, three things you value about yourself. I loved doing that because it really showed like, you know, I am a confident person and I can do whatever my goal is. Just really being positive, I think is such a great way to, you know, stay happy, be happy and be content with yourself. Someone else said, think of therapy as a mental tune up. And I really like that advice as well. Uh, you know, we get so caught up in the everyday life and sometimes it's like, whoa, how is it already May? Like, I think that all the time. And, and really just taking time to reflect and taking that time to check in with yourself. Think of all the situations that have been going on in your life and maybe you're going through something that's really difficult, but really just taking the time to tune up I think that's a great way to put it. And I can't say enough how awesome it is to have a great support system and make sure that you are always taking care of yourself and putting yourself first. And something that I've been learning lately is being able to say no to certain things. I feel like all the time you're so inclined to always say yes to things and oh yes, I'll go do this even though I really don't have the time to because that person, you know, has done something for you or whatever the case may be. But I think it's very, very important to learn how to say no to certain things 
because you don't have the bandwidth or you really don't have the time that week. Like it's very, very important to set boundaries for yourself and for every relationship that you have, whether that being friendships, relationships, your partner, it's super important to set boundaries. And speaking of boundaries, I'm actually reading this amazing book right now and it's called Set Boundaries and Find Peace. It's by Nedra Tawab. It's an amazing book so far. I highly recommend it. It talks all about boundaries and setting boundaries and how to create boundaries with your friends and family. And obviously family can be a little tough if you have toxic people in your family and you really want to, you know, set a boundary of, you know, this is not gonna fly with me or, you know, whatever the case may be. And she gives really great advice on how to set those boundaries for yourself so you can have a healthy relationship. Well, I hope that these tips and tricks really helped. Um, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please be sure to follow me on Instagram, Twitter, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, Apple Podcasts. Please, if you could please give me a review on Apple Podcasts, that would be awesome. I mean, I would appreciate five stars, wink, wink. But I appreciate all of the support. I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your day. Bye.